This is Testimonies from Walsingham with Diane Redman and Robert Tickle on Radio Maria England. This is Radio Maria, and this is our new programme, Testimonies from Walsingham. Join Diane Raymond and myself, Robert Tickle, in hearing some recorded testimonies from the National Shrine of Our Lady of Walsingham. In this programme, we'll discuss what is pilgrimage, what are pilgrims, and perhaps we can share your story as well. Please email us at info at radiomariaengland.com Dot UK. That's info at Radio Maria England dot UK. And we would love to get you on the show this summer. You can also join in the conversation by calling into the studio at this number 0203 818 423. That's 0203-818-423. But first, let's begin our programme with a prayer. Father, bless all those who are coming to Walsingham with their cares and their worries, seeking faith, guidance and healing. We pray for the upcoming New Dawn uh, pilgrimage and conference. And we pray for all those who seek Our Lady's help. We ask our prayer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Good morning, Robert. Good morning, Diane. Well, uh, this weekend in Walsingham is going to be pretty hectic because it's the New Dawn um, weekend, which involves lots of, uh, well, lots of young people. And our particular group from Radio Maria England, who are walking from, I think it's from Ely to Walsingham, and it's a sort of five-day, you know, walk, stopping off at... um, Brandon and Fakenham uh, along the way. So they'll be there when the, when we arrive on Saturday morning, and I'm really looking forward to mm. talking to them. They've got much better weather this time of the yes. year than we had last October when it was nothing but floods, but it's still a long walk. It's 50 miles. It is. I'm, I'm not sure I could do it these days, but, <laughs> but of course it, it it's following the same sort of route that the pilgrims have uh, um, followed for the last thousand years. You know? Absolutely. And some brave people f- actually walk along the road, um, which, which is terribly, terribly dangerous, yeah, yeah. especially through Thetford Forest. But there, there are very, very clear maps that show you where you can go but it depends on the time of the year i mean you're walking through farm fields and yes oh, in absolutely. fact one of the testimonies we're going to hear today is two women who i met last year on the feast of the assumption who actually walked they set off from holborn by mm-hmm. tube they got to i think they got somewhere like just outside london and then they started walking yeah, yeah. Took, it took again five days. And of course, the student pilgrimage does that as well, doesn't yes. it? The the annual student. I'm not sure if that happened last year, but uh, that no. that's a great thing as well. It didn't happen last year. Oh, that's very sad. I know, but it might. Well, actually, if everybody's had the two jabs, they'll be yeah, clear by yeah, now. Yeah, for next year. 
I must say, I didn't know much about New Dawn. I'd heard of it, but uh, having uh, researched a little bit, I mean, it's very inspiring, and um, the effect that it's had on, uh, uh, you know, some of the people who go is is really quite incredible, you know. It's also, it encourages a lot of young people to get together. Yes, absolutely. um, It's quite a wonderful sight because um, beyond, uh, across the road, which is just a little track, well, you know this, Robert. Yeah. Um, there's the, the the campsite, yes. which is right next to the Rosary Way, yeah, which yeah. was the old ra- railway line. And, you know, you see the, um, the the tents pitched up, all different colours. And then you hear um, just hymns being sung and prayers yes. being sa- said and the rosary being chanted. I mean, this, uh, was, and these are just people who have gathered for the love of yeah. God and the love of Our Lady. It's just... It's just lovely. And one of the wonderful things is, as, as, as a convert, is to see the variety of uh, spirituality in the Catholic Church. It can be traditional, uh, it can be charismatic, um, and uh, all these ways really speak to so many different people, you know. But I, New Dawn obviously has changed lives. Oh, I think you so. Know, I mean, I was I was reading about um, one look at their Facebook page. Um, one chap who, um, one man who, uh, in his youth, had been quite troublesome, got into fights, uh, got drunk in pubs, and uh, was aggressive and violent. He's he's now uh, converted, uh, practicing Catholic, a member of New Dawn, um, and he speaks so powerfully about the uh, Holy Spirit in his life. Uh, and in fact, he's a boxing coach, and he works with young people. That's good. That's trying, really good. Trying to get them away from aggression in into new, you know new ways of life. The other person who I think will be at the New Dawn conference is a really interesting man that I interviewed on. Um, uh, songs in the Wilderness. Uh, he's called Sam Baker. Yes, indeed, and, I know him. Yes, yes, you do. And he is. He, I think, he's quite a tour de force because he mm. speaks on behalf of, of men. He does Catholic yeah. men. What's the What's the group he set up? Uh, the group he set up, uh, and any men can join it. It's on Facebook. It's called Catholic Man UK. That's it. Yeah. There's um, the the main page to go if anyone's interested is uh, Catholic Man UK. Uh, oh, it's something like Searching for Virtue or Seeking Virtue. That's the one to go to. There's a couple of others. Um, and uh, inspirational things can be put, put on it. He now works... I know I know him through Bedford. I sometimes go to a Mass in a church in Bedford, uh, which uh, he is attends. That, do you go to the Italian Mass? Uh, no, no, I've never been to that, but it, that is in Bedford know, as well. I yeah, know. absolutely. And it's supposed to be very... Well, very charismatic. Yes, indeed. I think it is. I know the church is near the station. Um, uh, Sam goes to quite a traditional mass, uh, but he now works at Walsingham, mm. and he's there midweek. So uh, I hope he's going to be there this weekend. I'm going to send him a message. Yes, do that. <laughs> if he's listening, Sam, we look forward to seeing you. Very much, very, very much. Um, we are going to be listening to testimonies today, which is the whole point of the programme. But the ones we're going to hear today are the last group of testimonies that I did last year in Walsingham in 2020, just after lockdown had lifted on the Feast of the Assumption. So um, that was in the time of Monsignor John Armitage, who's now left and has been replaced by Monsignor Philip Moja. So let's hear our first one from a really charming Sri Lankan family who I met in the um, in the hospice, the overnight accommodation. (laughs) 
originally from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I thought uh, so. Yeah, and now it's from uh, Liverpool. Liverpool? Yeah. So I believe, you know, um, uh, when I left my country, so I had some problems. So that's the reason for I leave my, my country. Uh, that time, uh, one time I came to this church, I pray my, my Mary Mother. So I need my family from there. So if I get my family, so I come back again. Uh, so uh, stay one night and uh, thanks my, for my, my married mother. So you so, came to Walsingham yeah. to, for Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. on the assumption. Yeah, oh, that's the reason come. So my family came uh, came um, last December. So you know uh, when they came that time is uh, COVID. In, oh in yes. Yeah. So this time I can only can come to here. Yes. So that's the reason come to uh, come with my family, stay one night, uh, going to again going to church, so pray the, the Mary and thanks. Again. Yeah, again. So you're going to the shrine now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So from here to walking. To you go church, back to. Yeah. Are you going to walk? walk to Wonderful. church. Yeah. It's one mile. Yeah. Fantastic. So do you enjoy Liverpool? Do you um, like it? Yeah, the, the, my children, they like, because yeah. school, they already start the school, mm. then they close school. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> can you tell me about Liverpool? Yeah, I do not really. I just moved from Sri Lanka to Liverpool just a moment, so I don't know about Liverpool well, but it's good. <laughs> How long have you now been in Liverpool? Uh, only six months. Six months? Yeah, I told you because uh, I used to live in, uh, in Cambridge, Fordham. Fordham, yeah. Then, uh, when they, uh, you know, the, the expensive in Cambridge, that's a reason for move to there. Good move. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, then I plan, you know, uh, after two, three months, I plan to, uh, I don't like, uh, you know, but uh, my children, they like to school. Yeah. Yeah, that's the reason I stay there. So you stayed here last night in the hospital? Yeah, in the hostel. yeah. We came uh, uh, yesterday, yeah. uh, uh, went to uh, church, the times they closed, so we pray outside the church. Oh yes. So then, uh, then after come to stay here. Yes. Now we're going to again church. They were such a, a dear family. And um, what was interesting was um, he'd obviously lived in Cambridge um, when he first arrived here. And I think he lived somewhere like Falmere, um, but he just said it was too expensive. He couldn't possibly okay. live in Cambridge. Yeah. So he'd gone further and further north and finished up, I think, in just outside of Liverpool. Um, but he, he was incredibly devout and his girls... Um, well, they haven't been here very long, but they their English, you know, was like fantastic. But they all they all had a Liverpool accent. Yes, yes, wonderful. <laughs> and they'd stayed in the hostel um, yeah. that um, that actually I phoned up the other day to see if I could check in, and it's the best deal in Norfolk. I oh, shouldn't, it's I, I shouldn't yes, be advertising this, but you can get. 
bed, breakfast, and evening meal for fifty-six quid. Absolutely, and it's all been <laughs> it's all been uh, uh, renovated. It's all very pleasant and friendly. Who knows? It's it's excellent. It's got a great location. It's called um, Friday Market. Yes, yes. And it's next to the pub and next to the sweet little Assumption Church. Oh, which is beautiful. Um, Good modern architecture. Yeah. It, it's it's mm. it's modern, but absolutely beautiful and full of symbolism. I used to take my pupils into it. What do you think about um, the level of um, love that family had, unembarrassed between each other, uh, the, the mm. love of God and their devotion to their faith? You, you don't find that often articulated. No, you don't. I mean, we did find it with that family we met in Walsingham, the oh, yes. St. Michael people, oh, yes. and certainly um, uh, Sam Baker's line with Catholic Man UK is that the uh, father is to uh, spread love in the family. So this mm. is not sort of uh, men going off on their own. It's, and um, it, it's wonderful to see that the, the, I think it was Pope John Paul II who said the family is uh, the church in microcosm, I think. Mm -hmm. um, th I'm sure it was he who said that. And, um, you know, family can be the inspiration that, that uh, children that are brought up with love and the faith uh, go on to spread that to others, mm. you know. And, and it, it was lovely to hear that family talking about their but experience. Those two young girls, um, well, they were early teens, but there was no shuffling of feet or looking no, no, embarrassed. No. It was just like, well, why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's um, uh, and and you know, there's a challenge to families to not force their children into faith by sort of lecturing them, but just let them share the love of God and 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 love within the family as well. It's a great commitment on the parents' part, and you often think, when do they get the time to say? Oh, yes, I mean, not just night prayers, but the rosary. The rosary takes yeah, a long yeah. time. <laughs> Um, and regularly attend church together. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, there certainly wasn't time in my family. No. I mean, another family, I, I, I know they won't mention, mind being mentioned because uh, the mother in interviews has been quite public. It's the Shekhar uh, Mason family, the, the musicians. Uh, and uh, the um, whole family of musicians, very good. Shekhar Mason, uh, um, the, the son, um, played at the Royal Wedding, and he's also oh, yes. he's also made a, a recording at the age of, I think he's about 22, of the El Garcello Concerto. But the family is a loving Catholic family, mm. and they pray together, uh, they support each other, and again, a great witness, I think, you know. Is he the young man who was faced with ex, ex, uh, being his visa ran out or something. No, I, I'm not sure. I didn't know that. Was he, is he the young man that played at the royal wedding? He is. Yes, he was. Oh, I didn't know that yeah, because yeah. something about he had to be extradited because his papers had run out. But he was born here or something. Yes, I, I'm not sure of the details of mm. that. No, it was quite shocking. But Anyways, it's worth looking up that family, the the Shaker Masons, and listen for the uh, the mother's interview she did on on the BBC. What about you and our Radio Maria community? Have you been on a pilgrimage and found yourself blessed or experiencing your own miracle? Please call 0203 818 Please, the number is 0203 We'd love to hear about your experience in Walsingham. 
Do you know anybody who has, like Father Michael last week, had a personal experience there? Yes, I do. Um, there's a wonderful lady who uh, was in my parish when I was an Anglican curate. And she had a wonderful, well, no, a terrible backstory that um, uh, she was a Polish Jew and had been um, rescued uh, by Swedish sailors during the war. Her mother and she and her sister got out. Her um, father and her brothers were killed at Auschwitz. Mm. Uh, she, she was Jewish, but she came to England, became a Christian, originally an Anglo-Catholic, high church Anglican, then became a Roman Catholic. Never, And as Father Michael, Michael said last week, she didn't reject any of her past experience. It was all building on the past. So <clears throat> um, she loved Walsingham. We used to have parish groups go there. And after she became a Catholic, she would go and stay with a friend of hers. And she uh, loved Our Lady. She... she um, uh, you know, prayed fervently, and um, uh, you know, she she was she was a wonderful person, very much changed by her religious experience. And I remember her saying that the Easter Vigil, as a as a Jew, a former Jew, the Easter Vigil was something very real to her. That she saw fulfilment of the promises of the Old Testament. Um, in in uh, the resurrection of Christ and of course the readings, uh, the the the, re the seven readings you can have in the Easter Vigil very much spoke to her. So yes, is it one from Exodus? There is one from Exodus. So that was that was uh, something very real to her. Mm. And of course Exodus, uh, the Exodus is of course a type, a symbol, if you like, of uh, um, salvation, which we of course see in the resurrection. And, of course, the crossing of the sea, um, we have water, we have baptism, which is crossing into new life. And, of course, at Walsingham, uh, the, um, many Catholics go to the sprinkling at the Anglican Shrine and uh, um, you can buy holy uh, receptacles. We don't buy holy water, of course. You're not allowed to mm. pay for sacramentals, but you can buy bottles of holy water in the uh, shrine shop at the Catholic National Shrine. And, and so, so water, again, is a very important symbol, very important to Walsingham. Lourdes, of course, has mm. water. Mm. Um, and, in fact, somebody said on Facebook, asked on Facebook the other day, does Walsingham have water? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, and right from the very beginning, you yes. know, the, the uh, when Richeldis, uh had the vision of Our Lady, uh, water was provided right from that time. Also, at Walsingham, there's two little taps uh, that you can fill your with uh, it, it's holy water yes um, yes in fact last time i was there it, it was really hot you were there and it had dried up oh yes yes <laughs> and and it's very pure it is tested mm. it, it's it, it's tested regularly and it's exceedingly pure you know it comes through chalk aquifers and so on isn't it? so we, yes we can we know we can drink it well yes, we oh, don't, you don't you don't drink it though do you because it's well, if you go to the spring tree, I mean, they may have changed the arrangements because of COVID. Oh, yes. But uh, when I used to take my pupils, I, I used to say to them, you don't have to take part in this ceremony. All of them did. And uh, uh, and they would say afterwards how, how wonderful that had been for them. You know? where, where is the spring? The spring is uh, in the centre of the village. Um, so if you... Uh, near the Anglican Shrine... Yes. Um, 
Father Hope Patton, or Father Rear goes into this in detail. When Father Hope Patton, the, uh, who restored the Anglican shrine, uh, found uh, an old well with medieval shoes in it. No. And they assumed <laughs> this was the uh, original well. Uh, but the point is that the, the Walsingham water is, 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 is part of the um, symbolism of pilgrimage. So he cleared out the well and discovered that was the source of the spring water. That's right, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, and that, that's still there. And there's nothing to stop Catholics going to sprinkling at the Anglican Shrine because the, the blessing comes from the water itself, you know. Yes. And our reception of it, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Right, I, we're on to our second testimony. Now, I've got to introduce this because I met two women in the cafeteria, uh, well, the cafe at Walsingham, and they were. it was a boiling hot day. And they were both absolutely just just exhausted. And they, they, they got coffee and one of them had a huge piece of cake um, and they were starving. Good. It does. <laughs> um, and I, I just said, have you got the strength to talk? You look exhausted. And they said, we just walked from just outside London. And they were called Angel and Irene. And they were both walking for special intentions. Um, and they described, as you will hear, um, their walk, but also the events of their walk, because they didn't book anything in advance. It was all serendipity. They stayed where they could. Um, you know, they knocked on doors, got B&B, um, and then just kept on walking. But it was all through that very, very hot period last year, um, last August. And it's, it really is quite a story. Have a listen. Yeah. We walked yeah. from Holborn. Right. Um, we didn't have enough time for it to start in Holborn, so we started... In, in Holborn, in London? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, where did you stay in...? We got our great organiser here, Angel. I would have loved to have stayed either in nunneries or places like that. Yeah. But I found it very difficult because of the Covid. So oh, what yes. I did is just going on the webs on uh, the internet yeah. and finding accommodation which is closest to where this guy um, in his book suggests to pass through places. Right. You stayed in Newmarket? No, Newmarket we started. Okay. So we from Newmarket then we went to Bury and oh. we found accommodation in Bury. Yeah. And from Newbury from Bury then we went to um, Milden Hall. Hall. Yeah. From Milden Hall I think then we went to Brandon. From that Brandon, where did we go then? Did you go on to Swaffham? Swaffham, yeah. Swaffham. We passed through it. We passed through it. We did not stay yeah. there. We stayed in... Inkle. And from then there we went to... We passed through Ickle. Ickleborough. Cockley Clay. Yeah. Swaffham. And we stayed in Castle Acre. From Castle Acre. And then and there is a... Uh, ruins there. The priory. Priory. It's beautiful. And the castle, yes. Yeah. 
and yes, that's where we stayed last. And from there, we come here. So, how on average, how many miles, kilometers were you doing? The last three days, we did like 21 kilometers every day. You must be exhausted. Not much because today we've had it was a short rest. Yes. But for the last three days it was exhausting. Yes, very much so. And, uh, and on days when it was very hot, we had to leave very early, like waking up four o'clock, find a store to get a sandwich. By the morning it's already soggy. But what you do? It's part of the pilgrimage. Just have a soggy sandwich. <laughs> yeah. So think of what you need during the day and you buy the day before and try to travel as light as possible. Well, I'm so impressed because... Oh, is that the book? London to Walsingham? Yeah. Who, who published that? Does it say? Yes, yes. It, oh, published. Um, or who wrote it? Who wrote it is John... This man. It's... Uh, John Merrill. John Merrill? Yeah. Have you loved it? Yes, yes. Many, many graces we've received along the way. Yes. You felt it? Yeah, yes. definitely. Like, and not only like spiritually, but even like one day. It was, I think, the first day. And I eat a lot. Good. <laughs> you can see me with the cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you need the calories. And I was like starving. Um, I had something for later on. But I thought, if I eat it now, then what I'm going to do in the middle of nowhere? Where is food coming to the camp from? And we were walking, and there was this guy who was like, Hello, hi. And we crossed over, so we had a start a conversation with us. I said, Oh, I was just picking fruit from my trees. I don't know what the fruit was. Oh, uh, no. But they were so sweet. They gave and, you all the fruit? Uh, I, no, no, it's just uh, like three or four. But that was enough to, to for the next to the next stop. It was amazing. There's something physical and that can be explained physically. Yeah. Something people leave outside. You know. And where was that? Can you remember where that was? The spot we were passing through to the fields, honestly. Oh, really? So it was really in the, like, in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. yeah. So where, where have you come from? Where do you live? London. We live in London. Did you just decide you were going to do this pilgrimage? We, and then, or do you plan it really carefully? We kind of planned it, but it was on and off. But we wanted to come here. Like, when we decide, you started this idea that you wanted to come to. to yes, I wanted to uh, ask Mary to, to give me some conversion, not just for myself, but for my son. Oh, God bless you. And for her husband and so I thought um, it's my first pilgrimage truly pilgrimage and I feel very blessed and very emotional because I feel the Virgin Mary is answering all my prayers oh I'm so happy for you she will yeah I'm sure she will so when what are you going to do tonight why are you going to spend tonight Oh, is it in Walsingham? Are you at the Pilgrim Hostel? Yeah, we are at the Anne's house. So am I. <laughs> and then we decided uh, tomorrow. It's okay. Tomorrow we will spend the day here. So Lovely. Whatever yeah. it starts, we change the program, whatever it is, yeah. and then we spend the day here. And then on Sunday morning we catch the train and go home.
and go to yeah. It'll be such a shock. But this is from oh. uh, Cambridge, you see, you can oh, have yes. a walk in order. You can get oh, okay. to Cambridge. And that's Royston and Duxford. Right, thank you. Well, well, I recommend this book because not only it gives you the uh, the route, the way, for instance, we started from here. Yeah, oh, okay. And it gives you all the routes and the possible things that you can see, the manage, the, it's, it's a great support, in my opinion. was a lovely testimony wasn't it i mean um, it really was. you know when you when you feel faith is dry you're listening you listen to somebody like that whose faith is so real to them and you know bring their whole life bring their family's needs and so on uh to to the prayers of our lady and uh, absolutely inspirational just yet another testimony of the power of walsingham this great uh, place of spiritual strength and um you Dawn, New Dawn is very. I mean, Our Lady. Let's face it, was uh, uh, was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a sense, she was the first charismatic. Uh, that was a lovely idea. Absolutely, and 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 of course, the Holy Spirit in that case uh, was the beginning of the salvation of the world. The uh, I, I have a great devotion to the um, the Annunciation. Uh, the beginning of the rosary, the beginning of the whole thing, and I, 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 I can, can I ask why in particular? I well, mean, I love it, but and and I don't know why I love I, it. Well, I think it fulfills uh, the hopes of the Old Testament, the God's people, but also. If I could be a little scientific, isn't it the sort of focal point of the history of the universe that this is God coming into his creation and and changing it? And as we said last week, I, I, I'm not the, the, the plan B of the uh, version of the incarnation that God came to sort out the mistakes, although he did. I think it was always the plan that, that God would come into his universe. And, and so... Throughout time, in the in the thirteen point seven now, however many it is, billion years of the universe, that moment, the the the, the annunciation, the incarnation of God coming into our world, uh, was something. Uh, that was planned, but again, the human aspect of it. Okay, the incarnation itself is is God coming, becoming a man for us. But Mary could have said no. <laughs> and uh, there's a, a wonderful devotion in the office book of uh, St. Bernard uh, describing the Annunciation. It's, it's read in Advent. What is she going to do? Is she going to say yes? Uh, what happens if she doesn't? Oh, what happens if she says, uh, can you give me a minute to think about That's it? That's right, absolutely. <laughs> uh, but St. Bernard ends by just the words, uh, be it unto me according to your word. And uh, so um, perhaps that's my favourite part of the rosary, the, <laughs> the Annunciation. Uh, some people will shoot me down for that, but I think it does. Oh, I love it. I, I love it. it is and I, so love, cool. I love what follows, the visitation. Absol yes. I just love that, that she goes to a woman, yes. a relative, um, and, you know, who, who, who needs her as uh, yeah. much as Mary needs her. It's Absol almost like a, a mother going to a... a a young mother going to an older mother 
I just find that incredibly touching. And, and again, the importance of uh, family. And, um, of course, John the Baptist in the womb was the first person to recognise Christ. Yeah, he leapt in the he womb. He leapt in the womb. So... Um, Sweet. <laughs> All that is uh, is, is that uh, terribly important. So New Dawn really uh, is, but I'm not saying New Dawn is better than any other um, expression of Catholic Christianity. But New Dawn is showing in that that power of the Holy Spirit. But of course, whenever we go to Mass, we are showing in the um, power of the Holy Spirit because the priest holds his hands over the elements. Uh, something called the epiclesis, the coming of the Holy Spirit on the um, on the elements, uh, and uh, uh, so we're all sharing in that. There's some very good talks. Uh, from oh, New Dawn. Oh, next could week. you tell us about them? Yes. Uh, oh, and then any times? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, what I've got here is um, uh, one called the Holy Spirit and Me at seven thirty on Monday. This is on the New Dawn. Uh, website and uh, Facebook page. It will tell you there how to listen in. Where, uh, where are they holding all these conferences, uh, these things? Are they all outside? Uh, yes, well, um, people can't, uh, the public can't go to them. It is an online conference. Oh, okay. Okay. Obviously, the people we're going to meet are the organisers yeah, who are yeah. going to be there at the weekend. Um, and then there's one on evangelism on Friday at 7.30, which looks interesting. Uh, some interesting speakers, uh, one Dr. Christine Ward, and uh, one per uh, one person I've come across before called Ralph Martin, and I think he's a layman. I'm not sure if he's a layman or a priest. He's very much involved in renewal ministries, and uh, um, Pope Benedict appointed him as consultor to the um, Pontifical Council for the New Evangelization. So um, well, that's a pretty awesome title. I'd be terrified. It is, <laughs> but the new evangelization, I think, is something we need to uh, uh, be rooted in. That Pope Benedict took the name Benedict because um, uh, he wanted to restore faith in Europe and Pope Benedict, uh, Saint Benedict was a patron saint of Europe. Um, and uh, I think we need to respond to Pope Benedict's call for evangelization. And, and, and Pope Francis, of course, has, has written an encyclical, very good encyclical, on evangelization, which is well worth reading on, on, on techniques and so on. So... Um, uh, it was, I, mean, I think it was uh, an Anglican bishop said that the church is one organisation that doesn't exist for its own members, meaning uh, that its members need to care for the world. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we think that faith is something very marvellous, we should want to share it with others. You do want to share it with others. I do want to share it with others. I, I know, but, yes. and, <laughs> and when you do, sometimes, <laughs> mostly, it's... Uh, Sort of, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out sometime. Yes. We do encourage you to join in the conversation and our studio line is open. So do please call 0203 818 423. 0203 818 423. We'd love to hear about your experience in Walsingham. But now we're going to listen to a really interesting fascinating group St Michael's group who are basically um they are the, they sort of police Walsingham in terms of traffic in traffic out one way direction one way flow um and we talked to a family there who were 
so committed and such fun. Let's let's have a listen. Do you remember Robert? I absolutely wonderful family. Yeah. Okay. Let's please, let's hear it. I've never heard of it. Okay, so St. Michael's was founded in 1998. Um, and we were founded actually out of New Dawn Conference, which was here. And oh, right. um, we, we came together and helped. I was asked to um, help run the security in New Dawn. And uh, there was nobody to volunteer. So I stood up on the main stage and asked for volunteers, and about five or six people came forward. Can I ask a question? Mm. What do you mean by security at New Dawn? Uh, Why uh, do you need security? It, it, as in for the stewarding, to you know, to making sure people have the badges and, oh, and okay. things like that, and, and car parking and bits and pieces. Yeah. So it's helped to help help out with basically the stewarding and looking after people and the, um, uh, you know, sort of patrolling the, the tents when people were empty to make sure that everything was fine and yeah. nobody was using campfires and oh, well, things like that. Yeah, safety more than security. Yeah. Um. So. Um. Yeah, so once we'd uh, helped there, um, there was another conference which was the Youth Festival for the Diocese of Westminster. And there was one person from there who was a New Dawn and saw what we were doing and came up and said, would you be able to come and help down at this Youth Festival? Because we need oh. help down there as well. Oh. And it was just at a time where um, uh, the, 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 the big changes in child protection were starting to come in. And of course, a lot of places were able to run and wouldn't have to worry about it too much. But when the changes to child protection came in, people were realising we need now to up our level of um, scrutiny, in yeah. essence. Mm. So we, um, so this conference asked us if we'd go and help there. And yeah, absolutely. So we went off there. And from there, um, there was somebody from the uh, Diocese of Hexham and Newcastle who was starting a youth conference the following year. Um, the YMT community so they saw us and asked us if we would help there and from there we helped out in Youth 2000 and it's just roller coasted from there so now we're 22 years in um, we are completely voluntary we don't ask for any payment um, we come from all over the country so as far south as um, Brighton and at the moment as far north as Newcastle and um, so we've got team members all over the country and then basically what happens is for events like in Walsingham um, we just put out and say is anybody available this weekend in order to come and help and then when you get here mm. um, then you, you accommodation is yeah. provided because obviously you're going to be here Absolutely. the weekend yeah so accommodation is provided by the shrine and uh, we've been here now every weekend since um We've been here visiting on our sixth weekend in the trot. We'd normally help a shrine out about eight times a year for, oh, their, for their big pilgrimages. Right. Um, Which are the big pilgrimages? So the, the two Tamil pilgrimages, mm. Saira Malabar, um, the Dowry of Mary, mm. um, there's the Diocese of Nottingham one, Diocese of uh, Westminster and um, the, the Norwich Diocese as well. Right. Um, so we we come up and help with a big big pilgrimages here. And what's the longest time you would stay? Um, it's been this one. It's been this weekend actually, which is about four nights. Oh, so it's a quite a long stay. Yeah, 
Um, and yeah, so everybody gives up their own time, annual leave, etc., to come and do it. And it's for us, um, we we believe and we solely believe, and we call ourselves a community because that's what we are, family, and we are a big family. Through through the family, um, and through the community in its own right, we've had um, uh, people who have met and have gone on to get married. So we've had two marriages out of a community. Um, we've How had, amazing! We've had um, from those marriages and children who've been born into, in essence, into the community as well. So we've now got, I think, nine children who are in the community. Do they all come along with you? Oh yes, it, it's, <laughs> it's a of, little army. Absolutely, one of the, one of one of the things we always say to people is we come we come as family. Oh. So um, so I'm married deacon. So I've got three children, and ever since they were born, there was a case of. If, I, if you can't accommodate myself, my wife and my family, then I can't come. Because... Yeah, it's a big, it, big it's, sacrifice. It's, it's, yeah, it's family. And also, imagine if you were doing that every other weekend and excluding your family. What's the point uh, of absolutely, that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so it's it's service. So my whole family, apart from my middle daughter, who's today, this weekend, because it's four weeks, four days, she's at home looking after dogs. She, she's sacrificed and she's looking after her dogs this weekend. <laughs> Somebody's um, got to. But she's 17 years old, so she's at that stage now where it's like... I'll, I'll stay at home, Dad. So it's yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. Fair enough. Um, so my young lad who's 14, he's helping me today. My daughter who's um, 20 is on the car park. And my wife as well is on the car park. So, yeah, we, we come down as couples. We work as couples. Great. The children are very much included. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they can walk and talk and they can do something, they're doing it. Great. <laughs> so, But the other thing is, this morning I thought, I'll walk into hmm. to the shrine. And then, I, and then I didn't because yeah. I thought, well, I've got to get all my stuff there. But so, the, do you do you actually block off all yeah. of the roads because you have to do that in order to get people to come? But one way, yeah, yeah. Um, because obviously this weekend we're expecting how many? No idea. Last last Sunday, last Sunday there was um, uh, uh, we can only, only can be four hundred and fifty people on the site at any one time. Yeah. Um, but obviously more people come, so we have to, we're queuing them outside, I and mean, then it's a one out, one in system. Um, so last week, last Sunday, we think there was um, about 800 people through the shrine during the day last Sunday, and um, the Sunday before that the same. So tomorrow we'll be expecting the same again. But realistically, it's a very small shrine. Yeah. And yeah. all these people pouring down these teeny weeny yeah. little lanes, crammed into the yeah. car park and but, but the, well, I think what I'm trying to say is this is there's a huge following oh massive massive and and last week what we did and this week as well is because tomorrow not everybody will be able to get into mass so we saw an issue with that so what we've done across the road in the grass car park is we've we've compounded off a massive area where people can stand and see over into the, the shrine and here into the shrine so we can attend mass if they can't get on. If we're four hundred fifty on site, then they can still attend mass. Okay. And then we take communion to them on the field. So that's over over in the field. Yes. So you've got microphones blasting. Yes. Out, yeah. And you've got a, a have you got a screen? No, no, no. But, but they'll uh, hear it. Absolutely, they'll hear it. And and we told them there's there's signs up to say if you want to watch it on YouTube, then there's a shrine website um, so you can watch it on your phone. But what you. Do you think the numbers are increasing coming to this shrine? I do at the moment, yeah. 
yeah and it's difficult obviously because of where, where we are with covid you know it's, it's a really difficult call and it's a really difficult call for the shrine um and at the moment um i think it's manageable yeah only um, because you are yeah, able to manage absolutely. it absolutely and and you know um and because we are volunteers you know it's it, you know, i don't force any of my guys to come no. we've, we've all been said we've said you know we come no more risks in relation to to covid etc etc um and you know just in essence we've just got great faith that you know through doing the will of god and doing through doing the work of god and our lady but the protection will be there for us Pretty you know good. so that's yeah. you know and up to now it's it's we've been good, good. we've been good so she's looking after us he is actually the leader of the group that guy who we yes. just listened to there is another one um, that relates a, a final testimony, and I think you know this man. I think you mentioned him earlier. Yes, Robert. yes, absolutely. Michael yes. Tracy. Yes. Um, he has a testimony. Uh, well, you just you just said um, that he he had. Tell me again. Yes, that uh, in his youth uh, he was often in trouble. Um, and uh, uh, in trouble with the police, fighting, violent, full of hate. Uh, and, and he speaks so powerfully of his uh, own conversion and how he is trying to help others. Uh, and uh, New Dawn is very important to him, um, the Holy Spirit working in his life, and he tries to spread the power of the Spirit. Well, let's hear his final... Uh, this is our final testimony, um, but... Um, Michael Tracy talking about his revelation at Walsingham and what affected the rest of his life. Hi, uh, my name's Michael Tracy. Um, I spent a large part of my life a long, a long way from the church. I was really lost. Um, I've been coming back to church now for about, well, it's just had my fourth anniversary actually, when I had a powerful conversion. Um, New Dawn's been a massive part of my, my story. Oh yeah, no, my boxing background, unfortunately, I haven't got the best boxing background. Uh, I used to um, get in a lot of fights outside of, you know, I've been in trouble, so um, I used to be very aggressive um, and, you know, I've got a lot of regrets really for things that I used to do. Go out drinking, having fights in pubs and bars, um, whereas now it's lovely to be able to use my aggression or use it positively to encourage other people. Um, I especially enjoy talking to the, having the young lads here. It's great, so it's like a breath of fresh air, having the young kids. Hopefully they're gonna be the next generation of the men of St. Joseph. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just great. And hopefully I can lead them that they won't make the same mistakes that I made when I was, you know, 18, 19. New Dawn is just, well, first of all, any Catholic 
needs to get to Walsingham first of all. It's the spiritual heart of, of England, the history that's there. Um, Walsingham is a very, very important key part of sort of Christendom. But a lot of it's forgotten in this country now because we've got, you know, the Church of England, the Protestant Reformation, but the history and the heritage at Walsingham is unbelievable and um, the Holy Spirit really is there. Um, the great thing about New Dawn is it has, well, it has the best speakers, has the best people there. You're gonna go, you're gonna make so many friends. It's unbelievable, really. Um, sometimes when you have to walk from one side of the fest, like the, the conference, the festival, the conference, whatever you want to call it, say you have to get from one side of New Dawn to the other to go and see your friend. You won't get there, it'll take you about an hour to get across because you'll see a different person and you'll see a different person and you, you could have every intention of getting straight to where you're going, but you'll just see so many wonderful people. Every, you, your face lights up when you see di different people. Um, everyone, like I say, is just full of the Holy Spirit. People are sharing with you, telling you great things. You just hear miracle after miracle. People um, are sharing what's happened in their lives. Um, and you find really when you speak to a lot of people, well, once you start going there as well, you'll be back the year after. There's so many people that you speak to and New Dawns just becomes a really important part of your life. Well, another wonderful testimony um, and uh, how the Holy Spirit and the prayers of Mary can change people's lives, how Christ changes people's lives um, and fulfills in them uh, what he wants. And, you know, um, being uh, a Christian uh, is not something soft. Um, uh, Mr. Tracy there was uh, saying how he is using um, his tendencies towards um, aggression to good ends, uh, aggression for God, but in a loving way and helping change other people's lives. Um, I think that's a very important testimony and his appreciation of uh, the importance of Walsingham for faith in this country. There are um, uh, uh, other sportsmen uh, who are Christians and witness to their faith. Uh, one who was playing in the, uh, um, you know, for England, in in the internationals, in uh, you know, people do witness to their faith. It's not always very easy for them to do so, but uh, I think that's another wonderful testimony oh, from Morsi. It, it says it all wrong, um, completely, completely. Um, and he talked about the men of St. Joseph, which was really interesting yes. too. Yes, indeed. I don't know much about that. I mean, no, I've not heard of it before. The Annunciation, the Incarnation, God became a man for us. Uh, that is the central theme uh, of Walsingham. Different Marian shrines uh, have different themes, but the whole point of Walsingham and the Holy House uh, that was originally set up was um, uh, Nazareth in England to think of the infant Jesus uh, growing up, showing more and more of God uh, in his ministry. 
Uh, and that again is a pilgrimage. Uh, his his life uh, was a pilgrimage. He was God right from his conception, uh, but he was showing God as man among us, and he continues to do that in his church and in the sacraments and in the witness of other Christians, for which we're grateful. Well, again, we've romped our way through a whole hour, but please do join us next week with Testimonies from Walsingham. And we hope we'll be back with testimonies that we picked up and recorded this weekend, this Saturday and this Sunday from New Dawn. Um, and we hope you'll be part of the show as well. And please do email us your testimony at info at radiomariaengland.uk. Shall we finish with a closing prayer? You, Lord, are the way, the truth and the life. May Radio Maria England be your instrument of proclamation, instruction, renewal and love. <clears throat> for the lonely, create encounter. For the lost, show the way. For the confused, bring clarity. For the despairing, give hope. And for the searching, provide direction. Bless and protect our radio service and all our listeners, including all those who support its ministry and all those who listen. Mary of Good Counsel, pray for us. Amen. Amen. So see you in Walsingham, Robert. Indeed, absolutely, die. See you soon. <laughs> Thank you for joining Radio Maria England and Testimonies from Walsingham. This is a live show every Wednesday at 11 a.m. during the summer break. Uh, we also rebroadcast the show on Thursdays at 9 p.m., Saturdays at 8 p.m. and Tuesdays at 2 a.m. This is also available as a podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Anchor, and it's available on our website, www.radiomariaengland.uk. We are in partnership with New Dawn and we'll be broadcasting some of their conference next week, August 2nd through August 5th. At one o'clock each day next week, we'll be broadcasting their mass, which will be taking place uh, not in Walsingham, but like on in the parking lot in a big tent outside. We'll also be broadcasting their rosary at 3.30pm all next week while when they have it. And next week we'll be broadcasting their vespers, their evening prayers at 6.30pm. During the morning show at 9am every day next week, we'll have a special guest from New Dawn coming and sharing all the highlights from the day before or that day and what they're looking forward to partaking in during the conference for that day. So we do invite you to join us for all of that. 